0: what's up everybody and welcome back to another fantastic episode here on what's the word entertainment of course as always i am your host Sherm. my co-host obet is at a little bit out of commission this week he apparently has a toothache and he couldn't take some he apparently he couldn't take enough children's aspirin to join us in full force uh so filling it in for him this week is our is our returning guest and from philadelphia chris what's going on with you man good to have you aboard welcome back
1: i good to be back. Happy to be here. I'm excited for this. Really happy.
0: Yep. I appreciate you filling in on short, short notice for Obed. Uh, I think he's going to appear later on in the show a little bit. Um, I think he's going to, you know, maybe drink some, drink enough Tussin to numb the pain and he's going to, he's going to try to duke it out a little bit later on, but, let, but let's get into it, Chris. And I, again, I appreciate you joining in. So let's get into it. First off, before we get into our usual football discussion, um, I don't know if you saw in the NBA that Steph Curry is basically on the way to surpass Ray Allen for the most three-point field goals made in NBA history. This is a regular season. I think he already passed them if he include the playoffs with it. But I think he's, what, within 10 three-pointers now of passing Ray Allen, right? Yep. Um, Man, and the thing about it, it what, the craziest thing about it is, dude, Ray Allen did this in 1,300 games. Steph Curry, someone gets seven hundred eighty something games. <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> it's insane how he is doing it in like sixty percent of the games Ray Allen played. In Reggie Miller, who was who was who was behind Ray Allen, who's now behind Curry, did it in almost fourteen hundred games. So, you know, it's insane what Curry is doing and how many threes he's making. Now, obviously, he's taking more threes than those guys probably did in that era. You know what I mean? So that plays into it a little bit. Okay, I understand that. But, man, I mean, I got to ask the question. To your point, I think Obed and I spoke about this um, a few weeks back. Do you think Steph Curry is the greatest shooter of all time? And if not, who who is it?
1: Well, Sherman, to your point, it's definitely different eras. I mean, you you take out the hand check that happened after the mid to late 90s. That was a
0: huge part
1: of it. Um, Those guys were more spot-up shooters. I mean, Reggie Miller had a little bit more um, creativity in his game than Ray Allen, who was probably the most purest uh, catch-and-shoot three-point shooter I've ever seen. Um, Steph Curry Mm -hmm. is is a magician. He's he's a wizard. He he does things that I've never seen. He's revolutionized the game. But Sherman, would I be crazy to say – that I don't even think he's—he's he's not the greatest three-point shooter of all time. He's not the greatest three-point shooter on his own team. Mm. And what I mean by that is, you have a Mr. Clay Thompson. Let me throw out some stuffy, Sherman. I mean, unfortunately, he's had now two full seasons, basically two and a half, of being out of the game due to uh, season-ending injuries—very mm. serious season-ending yes. injuries, yes. And yes. Achilles yes. and ACL. Sherman, let me throw this past you, Clay okay. Thompson, only yes. player in NBA history to ever score 60 points while playing in less than 30 minutes in a game. So for Mm. all you casual, everyday fans, mm, a regular season game is 48 minutes. So he played in 65% of that game and scored 60 points. Sherman in 2018, Clay Thompson made 14 three-point shots against your Chicago Bulls on the road (laughs) and purchasing an all-new time, all-time record of three points made in it. Single season, regular season game in NBA history, 14. And lastly, and most impressive, during just the third quarter, one quarter of the game against the Sacramento Kings in January of 2015, Klay Thompson scored an NBA record 37 points while making each of all of his 13 field goals in that period, in that quarter. 37 points in one quarter. Steph Curry changed the game. Clay Thompson, if it wasn't for Steph Curry, would be the greatest three-point shooter considered of all time
0: that's a lot of that's a lot of stats that's a lot of figures that's fine that's just mean he could score doesn't mean he's a he's a greatish, he's a better shooter than Steph Curry because being a shooter and being a scorer is two different things Kevin Durant is, is is a scorer Michael Jordan was a scorer they're not greatish, they're not they're not they don't have the shooting capability of, of Steph Curry or Clay Thompson for that matter that's why I say that to me, like I said, Steph Curry will go down in history probably because he's gonna break all the records and things like that. And you know, so let's just let's just be honest, he probably he was gonna he's gonna break this record eventually by Reggie, um, by Rayon, excuse it. me, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he'll probably hit 10 in the first it. quarter, yeah. He's gonna go out and probably. try, he said he was gonna try out go and try it the other night, um, because he wants to break his boy Clay's record, which is which is kind of funny, but I mean, yeah, like I said you have to think, I think again, think about Reggie Miller, yeah, you said just. Yes, pop, pop and shot, pop and shoot. You know, catch and shoot uh, kind of player. Reggie Miller. Um, look at uh, I mentioned this to a couple of weeks ago. Steph Curry's own coach, Steve Kerr. You know, he holds the record for for all time career three point percentage above his own yep. player. So you know what I mean. But yeah, I mean, but Steph Curry is shooting the light. He's shooting from half court. He's from three-quarter court. He's shooting from outside the gym. He's shooting from his crib. You know what I mean? He's shooting from the ocean. It don't matter. It's like he can shoot you, from anywhere. He was in my apartment in Philly today. He's just like, Oof. There you go. And shooting it over in San Fran. It's it's, <laughs> it's out of control what he's doing. Yeah, I mean, he's 100%. Like, you've got big men putting up threes now because of what Steph Curry and even Clay Thompson do. They just well, everyone wants to shoot the three. Everyone wants to shoot the three. It's funny because when NBA All-Star break rolls around, the big highlight was the dunk contest. Everybody wanted to see MJ and Dominique back then, Vince Carter, Tracy McGrady, you know what I mean? And then this guy, uh, Jason Richardson, you know what I mean? These guys like that. But as this has been going on, you see a trend where, nah, it's about the three-point shootout. That three-point shootout is where it's drawing me because you got the names like, Curry and Clay and, and the, you know, and even Damian Lillard has been in there. You know what I mean? We've got these big – the Dunkots is kind of for like, for, like, the younger dudes in the league now. But the three-point shootout, oh, yeah. right? The three-point shootout is becoming one of that highlights. So, yeah, it's def- he's definitely changed the game for sure. But, yeah, Curry, again, one of the – yeah, Chef Curry with the shot, boy. You know, he's, starting, he's, he's cooking them up for sure. But let's get into uh, college football, Chris, now. Uh, as we know, the college football playoff teams were announced – after this past weekend's um, championship games, and of course, as expected, we had, I think you even said this before a couple of weeks back when you guys saw that, if it came down to the SEC championship between Alabama and Georgia, and even if Georgia lost that game, they would be in it, yes, indeed, they were, they, they lost to Alabama, but they, they are at number three, Bama's one, Michigan's two, Georgia's three, and of course, the undefeated Cincinnati Bearcats at, sitting at number four, um good for them good for you know a a non-power five school finally getting in to that top four this has been kind of a moment in the waiting because it's really been unfair to these non-power five schools they have to go undefeated without a doubt which they've done in the past and still weren't getting it still weren't getting it you know what i mean so that's why i say they need to expand the playoff until the top four because you didn't really do anything when they did the playoff. When they have you got away from the whole BCS, oh, so you had the top two, all you did was just do it to the top four. That's all. That's you just I just added two more teams after that. That's it. It's still a ranking system. What I feel they need to do is, and I've said this before on the show, they need to do the division winners across the board. Not the, the power five, the non power five, whatever, whatever it is, make it a 12. 12 team playoff, whatever you want to do, 10 team, or is it? I think it's 10 division, 10 team playoff, give the first two teams by whatever it is, because you're going to, that's the way you give um, teams, these other schools, chances, like a Cincinnati, like a, a Houston, or, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? These other, these other conferences, BYU, these other schools who don't necessarily have a shot to actually get in. Even like you just said, some schools have gone undefeated and still don't get it. You know what I mean? That's why I say you have to be. They tried to do it to be fair. I'm telling you right now, if our conference USA team goes gets goes on undefeated, you think they're going to get in like a Western Kentucky or a Marshall? They're not going to get in. You remember know? that Boise State team Sherman from the late 2000s went undefeated and played Oklahoma mm-hmm.
1: the bowl game. Did the Statue of Liberty, Liberty. play? Yep. And nope, once, nope. oh, why weren't they in?
0: I mean, that prime example, you're right, 100%. Yeah, that, that's the only way to make it fair. You at least give every division winner at least a chance. And then you get a mean Somebody from the Mountain West, like a Utah State, they can go undefeated. They're not, they're not coming close. You know, it's just a fact. But anyway, but given what we have now, do you think the committee got it right with these four teams and with the matchups, Chris?
1: Honestly, Sherman, for the first time in the, what is it now, uh, eight years? I believe it is of the college football players, which is crazy to think about. It's been that long uh, that we've had the eight years of this. Um, The committee absolutely a hundred percent got this right for once. There was no drama. There was no way the committee could get this wrong. I mean, uh, when, when they announced it, I was just like, okay, we already know ceremoniously who's going to be in this. Let's just figure out the seating. I mean, and some mm. could argue, myself included, that the seating could have been a little bit different At number one or two. You could have flip-flopped Michigan and um, Alabama. I mean, just given what Michigan did in the Big Ten Championship to a ranked Iowa team, blew them out by 40. Um, and the fact that, that prior to that, uh, all the championship games, Michigan was ahead of Alabama in the rankings. They were at two, Alabama at three don't get me wrong Alabama was great took Georgia out to the woodshed to give them their first loss but they will have their chance um, to, to, to rectify that but right. outside of that Sherman 100 percent they got this right
0: yeah I think so too dude I mean and you I mean Bamba you have to give it to Bamba the number three team going against the number one team in Georgia and beating them handily that's why they jumped up so that's why they jumped ahead of Michigan you know and beating them by almost what 20 points almost, almost in that SEC championship game in Georgia and they never felt close. Yeah, right. So close. Exactly. You know what I mean? I feel like Alabama is Georgia's Achilles heel. They cannot seem to get past them. You know what I mean? And but you Nick know Nick
1: Saban is Georgia's heel.
0: <laughs> Nick <laughs> Saban
1: is in the mind of Kirby Smart and that entire program.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, they just they just can't they just can't do it. You know what I mean? It's just like every year, it's always the same thing. It's always the same thing. It's like, you know how can they get past Alabama and I'm not sure I mean I think the last time Alabama faced Georgia I think last time they they, I think they won was I think it was I don't know it was like six years ago I can't remember I I lost my notes sorry folks but I mean it's it's like every year it's the same thing over and over you know but looking at the matchups Chris that we have now Bama number one versus number four Cincinnati who do you who do you take Win this one. I mean, obviously, Alabama is the, the clear cut favorite, but you know what? Cincinnati's got a
1: stout defense and their offense is actually way more explosive than people want to give them a, uh, a credit for. Don't be surprised if this is a closer game than people think. Do I think Alabama's going to win? Obviously, they're the way more talented team, but I would expect this to actually be a 10 point or less game. Really? Yeah.
0: Wow. Okay. I mean, I got to say, I'm, I'm going to say Alabama runs away with one by at least by 15 at least by 15 okay. for sure. And I'm going to say it's wire to wire. Um, the other matchup of course is number two, Michigan at versus number three, Georgia. I'm going to go Georgia. Um, Georgia has been the best team all year round. They just unfortunately, ran into Alabama. I don't think Michigan has what it takes to come up against an SCT firepower fire, You know what I mean? Uh, like, like in the Georgia Bulldogs. So I'm going to say we're going to have an all sec national championship game, Alabama versus Georgia. And damn it, I'm gonna go Alabama again. I'm gonna go Alabama just like last year. They're gonna have a repeat. I mean they're Alabama. That Georgia just Georgia cannot figure. Out. The, I, the only way Georgia wins this national championship, if Cincinnati beats Alabama in the first round, and then Georgia gets to play Cincinnati. That's how they can win it. So they better hope Cincinnati wins that one. What's your take on Michigan versus Georgia? And who do you got in the championship? and who do you win the championship?
1: I honestly think the Michigan, uh, excuse me, Michigan Georgia game is a coin flip because Michigan has the best player in college football right now in their defensive end, who is a stud. He is a less athletic JJ Watt, but is a stud. Um, honestly, I think Georgia tweaks it out. And Sherman, I'm going to take the upset. Georgia, Alabama in the, in, the, in the championship. Georgia rectifies the 2018 championship game where they lost. Georgia wins the national championship.
0: Wow. Wow. Okay. I mean, finally getting past that. <laughs> put, put it down. Put it down right now. You can keep records of my, my picks. Put it down. Okay. All right. We'll see how it goes. Um, college football has been kind of crazy this year, dude. Um, you know, one of the biggest things, and Obed and I talked about this a couple of weeks back, but quickly before we get into the NFL, Chris, you would want to mention about the coaching nonsense and carousel that's been going around, going around college football. Please go ahead. Guys, I mean, let's be honest. Is this right or fair to everyone
1: involved? And I'm talking about the other coaches on the staff, to the players that get recruited from these guys, you know, that you go and sit at these, you know, with these families, these moms and dads, the kids, say, I'm going to take care of your son, you know, have him trust in me. And guess what? Two months later, oh, we don't have a ho-hum season, and I'm gone. You know what? But as much as I want to blame these coaches for the decisions they're making, I'll, uh, you know (laughs) – Brian Kelly uh, leaving Mm -hmm. a ridiculously good situation and and a chance where he possibly could have made the college football playoffs to go to LSU. To to, to the Oregon head coach, who was just in a Pac-12 championship game, to leave, oh, I'm not going anywhere, to leave, to go to Miami, and so on and so forth. I blame the structure of college football right now. The early signing period is absolutely part of my friendship Everyone out there screwing college football. Because Mm -hmm. the fact that, 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 that players not out of high school can sign literally, what's the, the night, the 15th, six days from now, gentlemen, six days. That is why these coaches are leaving because they know if they get behind the eight ball going to say an SDC team or a power five school mm-hmm. and they can't get these kids early and often and get in front of their faces, they are done. They are done. That's why Brian Kelly left Notre Dame, Notre Dame, the all-time winningest coach in Notre Dame history and left early. So he could get to LSU because he knew if he gets behind the eight ball with Nick Saban, Kirby Smart, um, gosh, even the Auburns and Ole Misses of the world, he is not going to be successful there.
0: I blame college football. Yeah, Chris, I mean, you got a very good point there. I mean, it's really unfair to these kids who are committed to the, these programs because of mainly because of the a lot of reasons, because of their coaching. Look at what who um, uh, went to USC. Uh, oh, Lincoln Riley. That Lincoln was crazy. Riley.
1: And the number yeah. one quarterback already left and decommitted.
0: Uh, and now he's going following to USC. There you go. You know what I mean? It's just like a dude. And it's like Spencer Rattler, the former uh, preseason Heisman Heisman candidate, is entering yeah. the transfer protocol because Lincoln Riley's there. So you're diminishing your entire program because you want to just dip out on these kids, dude. You know what I mean? It's not necessarily a good look, but it is what it is. It's the nature It's the nature of the beast. You know what I mean? So, they started it. This is how it goes. Let's get into the NFL talk, Chris. And, oh, folks, ladies and gentlemen, Obed woke up from his oh, nappy Obed woke up from Obed. his nappy boom. I guess he didn't OD on, the, on children, children's aspirin. Um, his toothache is feeling a little bit better. Maybe you got a visit from the tooth fairy. Obed, welcome in. Are you okay, Obed? Are you okay? Are you okay?
2: Are we are we live? Are we live? Yeah. I'm, I'm on the Oxycontin yeah. train right now, bro. It's too
0: <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. Put 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 your tooth on, there, on the pillow. The tooth fairy will give you a, a treat later. Don't worry.
2: He's gonna have to give me a refund for all this money I pay somebody to hurt me.
0: Ooh, <laughs> shots fired. I feel, I feel you, man. Well, we won't keep you too much uh oh bed. We know you're hurting a little bit, so we hope you feel better. But let's get into it, guys. Um, obviously, probably one of the surprising games of the weekend was Detroit. Minnesota. Detroit finally getting their first victory of 2021 being the Minnesota Vikings 29-27. to 27. Um, Chris, I'll go to you. I mean, I got to say, this is a really, really embarrassing for Minnesota, who has such a high-power offense, but two of the best receivers, young receivers in the game, and Justin Jefferson and Adam Hewlett. I think Adam Hewlett did get hurt in this one, if I'm not mistaken, so that wasn't a good look, but i've got to look at it though you know, from a coaching aspect to me mike zimmer's on the hot seat right now not just because of this this loss to the detroit lions but if they continue to lose he's on the hot seat what do you think chris
1: yeah not a good look to lose to the uh winless slash tie uh, only tied to my steelers uh detroit lions um yeah i mean mike zimmer's definitely on the hot seat i mean he's definitely i think we talked about this a couple weeks ago gentlemen that the uh, Minnesota Vikings are the best team that are not in the playoff race right now and could do the most damage if they get into that position. So at my point, be uh, between him and Matt Nagy um, for the uh, Chicago Bears, Zimmer's definitely on the hot seat. But you know what? I have to give uh, Zimmer at least this. At least his team competes for him and tries for him right. outside of, of what happens down yeah. in Chicago. Um honestly, this, at, this, at this point, it's going to come down to Kirk Cousins, man. He needs to do some heroics. I mean, he can put up those opportunities. But gosh, man, if, if they don't at least get to the point where they're just outside of the playoffs, yeah, hot seat for sure.
0: Yeah, it's unfortunate because they've got a pretty good squad. I mean, obviously not having Delvin Cook Bob, is, is not a good look for them, obviously. You know what I mean? But um, they've got to just do better, I think, and especially on the defensive side of the ball. Giving up 29 points to the yes. Detroit Lions who really don't have a legitimate number one receiver. They're leading back, and um, uh, DeAndre Swift has been out, too. So yep. you'd be basically going against a bunch of backups out there. You know what I mean? Um, it's it's really it's pretty disappointing. I got to say that in the least, for sure. Um, another game which was pretty good was the Philadelphia Eagles over the New York Jets, led by – the Eagles were led by Gardner Minshew. Yes, right, folks. Gardner mm-hmm. Minshew um who mr mustache mr porn stash <laughs> out there look wearing love his it. mama jacket i love uh, this guy this guy is great man you see him after the game with his pops getting all intense oh. and everything this dude is this dude is great it's a great moment yeah you like that you like that <laughs> oh bed i will just go to you briefly i know you're hurting but really quick Minshew himself do you think he should he could he should be a starter in the, in this league
2: Right before I jump into that, I I wanted to agree with you that you guys were dead on about Minnesota and that Mike Zimmer was going to be on the hot seat. Uh, The Vikings are the only team who has held a lead of at least six points in every game this season, and they have seven losses. In those defeats, the Vikings have blown a six-point lead against the Lions four seven-point leads against the Bengals, Browns, Cowboys, and Niners, a 13-point lead against the Cardinals, and a 14-point lead against the Ravens. I know they've had a lot of injuries on the defensive side, but that's supposed to be Mike Zimmer's bread and butter as a defensive line coach. The move forward, Gardner Minshew, um, he definitely should not be a starter in the NFL. Hmm. I think he's a great fill-in. You know what I mean? The opposition has no idea what is coming whenever he comes in. But it, what seems to happen with him is that it starts to tail off, right? Like he's he's definitely not. If there's a guy who was not who didn't get a chance to be a starter enough that could come in time, I'd say Josh McCown. And I don't think Gardner Minshew is doing Josh McCown type stuff. They, they used to call Josh McCown out of the math, you know, phys ed high school coaching ranks and he used to come out here and just blaze up for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and blaze up for the uh, Chicago Bears so I I don't put Gardner Minshew in that same tier but I think Gardner Minshew definitely catches fire when he does come up the bench and is like a great kickstarter
0: for you Chris you were a little bit shocked by Obed's comments there so uh, what's your take on Minshew? Uh, I mean, well, Laminchu well, is basically Fitzmagic 2.0. <laughs> um,
1: yeah. You know, I feel like he's going to be that career backup. But, you know, Philly loves to latch onto that flavor of the week, uh, a la Nick Foles from a few years ago, if you guys remember <laughs> that, and did take them the whole way to the Super Bowl. And for honest, you know, because I live here in Philly and I go out and hang out in the bars around here, they honestly don't care who they, their quarterback is. They have their loyalty. gentlemen, goes as far as the I can see past your headlights on a very snowy blizzard day. <laughs> which isn't far. <laughs> they don't have much loyalty. If you're good now, they're going to love you. If you're don't, if you're not, if you not, they're going to hate you. So, no, he's not a starter in this league. But you know what? Can you get him through some games like Fitzmagic does, like Nick Foles does, until your starter comes back in uh, Jalen Hurts? Which, by the way, guys, I don't know if he's a starter. Really? I'll,
2: I'll be honest with you, Chris. I, I kind of agree with what you're saying. But <laughs> oh, you got to put oh, a little more God. respect on Fitzmagic's name because <laughs> Fitzmagic – Fitzmagic has like a 12 year career before he became the backup guy you're talking about. Yeah, and he had a, he 12, was,
0: a 12 year career I on mean, twelve teams.
2: He was a yeah. G for multiple teams. He's one of the few. He's won some some division titles. Like, please put respect on his name before you start saying that Minshew can do what he's done.
0: But Fitzmagic, I think maybe just, him and, to the Super Bowl, or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, I
1: think it's. I think it's. I think maybe it's just the beard of Fitzmagic and the mustache and guard. That's why I'm just comparing the guys. It must be their facial hair.
0: <laughs> I think that's just it. Okay. All right, Chris. We'll let that one go. Uh, up next, I don't talk about your Pittsburgh Steelers, of course, Chris, as we do when you're usually on they came out with a close what? victory over the Baltimore Ravens who failed, who tried to go for the win, go with that two-point conversion at the end, came up short. It was there too, man. It was there. Yo, Chris, um,
2: did the did the Steelers win or did the Ravens lose?
0: Good question, O'Ben.
1: Oh, the Ravens absolutely lost. The Steelers had no right being even in that game. I mean, Har- Harbaugh said, to your point, Sherman, he elected to do that two-point play because he was so decimated at the cornerback position that he was worried to go into overtime without Marlon Humphrey, who had appeared to hurt his right shoulder and arm. He was just basically thinking, we're going to lose this game anyways. So mm-hmm. even though they were at a deficit at that point, I would have definitely kicked that extra point and just taken the coin flip of what happened in overtime. Right. I mean, I Ravens definitely, yeah. Def-
0: yeah. I mean, yeah, <laughs> I gotta agree. The Ravens lost the game. They definitely should have kicked the, the PAT. But yeah, I mean, you mentioned Marlon Humphrey; he's after the season. The Ravens yeah. are the most injury-plagued team in the NFL this season. It's yes. insane how many list of, the list of injuries that they had. For even before this, you start with J.K. Dobbins going down, and you know, I mean, and all these their running backs, Gus Edwards, uh, like last every, year too. Everybody has been injured. You know what I mean? Marcus Peters. It's out of control, the amount of injuries and the fact that they're still competing. They're eight and four. Hell, they should be nine and three if, they, if, if Mark Andrews catches that pass, that pass. You know what I mean? So, I mean, I got to look at it quickly. Oh, but I will ask you this. But being with all these injuries and they're still competing and they're still in the hunt for that division title. It's John Harbaugh. The coach is a candidate for coach of the year.
2: Yeah, I got to say he's up there. I mean, weathering the storm of, you know, not only all of those injuries, um, but we're talking about up and down team play. You just said if Marlon, if Mark Andrews had caught that pass, if Lamar Jackson had been worth his weight and thrown a better pass, they would have won that game. You have a five, maybe six yard pass, not even right. You're on the two yard line. Why are you throwing a sidearm zinger Mm -hmm. to your tight end? Where's the touch? right and I and I'm telling you then he's playing for a contract this year it might be the nail in the coffin I I wonder how many more years we're going to watch of this stuff happen before John Harbaugh's on the hot seat right like yeah they got the wins but if your quarterback keeps buffing situations like this right they needed to be bailed out by their kicker this is another thing was like why not just kick the field goal keep it moving play defense and then kick another field goal with your hall of fame quarter kicker and win the game I've you know, I think they've got a good roster Go. of players when they're all healthy. Um, I think that he's definitely in the running for, you know, coach of the year, but it could turn sour if, you know, Lamar doesn't start playing better.
0: Chris, you were yeah. a little surprised by his comments when talking
1: about Lamar. Oh, gosh, no. I mean, I, I was surprised to hear you, Obed, you say about Harbaugh being on the hot seat. I mean, honestly, to my, to, outside of, uh, you know, <laughs> Bill Belichick, Sean Payton – And Mike Tomlin, I would argue John Harbaugh has been the best coach in the NFL for the last decade. So that was surprising here. And then Obed, to your last point where you said about putting some, you know, some cachet, some emphasis, some respect on the name, put some respect on the name when you talk about the greatest kicker of all time in Justin Tucker. That boy (laughs) has gotten me through three seasons of fantasy football. So put (laughs) some emphasis on that name right now.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I literally just
2: said that they should have put the ball on his foot Twice they should have kicked the PAT and then came and played defense, but, and then let him. I kick know.
1: It. You, but you said Hall of Famer. I'm talking. You need to put
0: Goat, the Goat, on that. <laughs> <Still> <laughs> like, the Goat. Not right? just Hall of Fame. Not just Hall of no, Fame. He's, he's,
2: he, he'll never be Adam Vinatieri. Stop it.
0: Whoa, 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 whoa.
1: Okay. Yeah, Justin the is the show most, right accurate most accurate kicker in NFL history. In How many Vinatieri Super Bowls
2: has he won with that foot? Oh, because Vinatieri okay. won Super Bowls with uh, that foot. Tom Brady and Bill Belichick
1: had nothing to do with that. You're right. Didn't put him in that position. You're right. Didn't gotcha. They win by okay. three all
2: them super bowls the first of the dynasty. Exactly. But who put
1: him in that Tom Brady? Put him in that.
2: and if he misses those kicks, he's not the goat. Hey, he's the dork
0: exactly. That's true. Well, he, he is a dork. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's move it along. Um, talk about probably the game of the week. Um, New England versus Buffalo, Obed versus me. <laughs> you know, his oh, Patri- gosh. his Patriots versus my bills, and unfortunately, damn it. Patriots came out with a victory, a very sloppy, kind of unsatisfying game, if you will, being they barred the elements of Buffalo in this one. Um, The fact that Mac Jones only threw the ball three damn times, (laughs) completed two passes, two of three for 19 yards. (laughs) Son, I could go into an NFL game, go, go two or three for 19 yards, and I ain't no quarterback. You know what I mean? Could you? Could you though? i can get one out of three for sure <laughs> i can get one out of three i want to see it so so we'll pass all day so we'll pass counts so so we'll pass counts right in front it of me count. that's what that's what he, that's what he did <laughs> <laughs> you know what i mean at the the fact that the bills and i gotta go i gotta i gotta jump in here on this one myself here and i'll go to you chris the fact that the bills didn't stack the box more often is astonishing to me put eight nine guys in, you know they're running the ball the whole, the first half, he threw one pass and the other two in the second half. Why would you not stack? Well, you know, they weren't going to throw into that wind. The when the weather was crazy. It was snowing, it was raining, it was sleeting. I think I saw cows being blown around and all and all kinds of nonsense. Who, who knows what the hell was going on in there in Buffalo? But it, the fact of the matter is, you knew what they were going to do and you still let it happen. This is a t- Buffalo defense who was one of the tops. It was I think mean, it was second in the league in, in, in points against you know, and and you know what I mean, and, and scoring defense, excuse me. But you let these guys just run with Damien. How other than that, that big run, obviously from Damien Harris, was was a was definitely a heartbreaker. But I mean, you just let them run all over you. Um, I was really disappointed in that. Obed, I will go to you quickly first, and I'll jump back to you, Chris, to talk about. What do you think is wrong with the Buffalo Bills, Obed? Because I know you're going to go on about your Patriots. That's why I said, let me talk to you about Buffalo. What do you think is wrong with the Bills? And how can they kind of get this back in order? Because this is a team that a lot of people put in the Super Bowl, myself included.
2: Uh The Imperial March is back, dog. We back, dog. We back, dog. Here we yeah, go. Star that star is bad dog. That
1: makes me laugh very hard.
2: <laughs> okay. So I'm just okay. going to say like this. You mentioned that they were the number two team as far as scoring against um, defense. Um, that's because their their schedule is soft, um, as soft as their defense is. They're a as soft as Charmin with the lotion in it. Um, you talking mm. about the Dolphins, the Washington football team, Texans, the Dolphins again, the Jaguars, I mean, the Jets – right the saints team with no no anything these are all the teams that like they've got their cachet on mcdermott mcdermott showed himself to be a, a basic ass coach um because for real like you said you're not going to let this team come out here and throw one pass and watch them put down a second uh, an extra offensive tackle and a tight end on the line and and keep pulling the guard and do nothing are you joking Come on, man. That was that was embarrassing. And I did see the post game press conference with uh, Micah Hyde uh, and, and I Jordan Poirier Jordan Porter, and they are just with like, Pryor, yeah. "It was like <laughs> well, that's really emba-
0: embarrassing." They didn't like questions. They didn't. They like didn't, questions.
2: They didn't like questions. But it really was. It needs to. You that that was embarrassing. I mean, you, okay. They, these Bama's ran forty nine plays. And in them 49 plays, they only threw three passes like what they ran for 222 yards on y'all. And just the continuation to refuse to, to step up to the plate. It's about you got moved off the ball.
1: I honestly, I didn't see the game. I woke up the next day. I thought Mac Jones got hurt right i honestly did i thought he i thought he got hurt no seriously when i saw two for three i was like oh i'm like oh snap what happened to mac jones is he okay i looked i was like he he," i was like he's chilling on with a colada you know pina clod on the beach right right now i was like oh god probably
2: holding a a paper a clipboard um so (laughs) if you guys don't watch him brian baldinger former offensive lineman in the nfl he's on the nfl network i love listening to his breakdowns i don't mess with none of those espn jokers because those guys are a bunch of losers um I mess with Brian Baldinger because oh, he's he offensive like. lineman who talks about the way that the things need to be. And he was just like, this was about my meat against yours. And there's no meat on the Buffalo side.
0: Yeah, no, I feel you, dude. I mean, it's just like, but dude, step up. You They're doing the same thing over and over and over. And you let them do it, right, Obed?
2: It sounds like, uh, you know, uh, Marshawn Lynch, you know, just over and over and over again, and run through a mother effer's face. You know what I thought was hilarious with mm-hmm. Bill Belichick had a mask on that had the Navy midshipman on it, basically telling you the answers <laughs> to the test. I'm, about I'm to going run to ball. run the ball. Oh, exactly. Yo, for word, right? And 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 the it's best funny. part about it,
0: I, th- I like, thought about like, that too. It looked like a Navy game. All you do was run, or like a Georgia Tech game. All you right? do was run the ball.
2: I was not surprised.
0: <laughs> They run the was a quadruple option,
1: (laughs) right? (laughs) I was surprised that that
2: one pass that um, Mac Jones did completed the two passes he completed weren't shovel passes or the option, you know, and I mean, Um, it's, it's telling because Buffalo and, and so I heard a story earlier this week while Buffalo was practicing outside the owners of the the team came down, Josh Allen went over to them and they, 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 apparently they were talking about trying to get a new stadium and he was Mm. like, yo, can we get a dome? Mm -hmm. And I was like, yeah, go ahead and get that dome. And show how soft you really are, because dome teams are soft. The reason that you nah, enjoy sorry, playing sorry. outside and you play in those elements is because you want these guys to come and play against you where they are uncomfortable.
0: Yeah, I gotta, so I like, gotta step in here, dude. I'll take a dome over out playing in that weather any day of the week. Call me soft or not, dude. It's, a, it's a better game. I'm telling you right now because it gets to a point where you cannot feel your hands, you cannot feel your toes, you cannot perform it. the way. I love
2: you, it. You New you England to used to it. crushing uh, games like that. Let's no. go.
0: I
1: don't I don't I I am somewhere in between guys. Like, oh bet I respect what you're saying. I, I get it because I'm yeah, the Steelers old school when you know Pittsburgh used to actually get snow on like you know global warming now and it doesn't happen. But um so I like I kind of like a hybrid, but like why do you think they only let Mac Jones throw three times? I get it. The playbook was working, they were running, it was working, but like you don't think you like my man doesn't even get like 10 attempts. 12, Twelve in a game. If you're like, beating what? them.
2: Why? And really the only reason what? that they got back in the game is because of Nikhil Harry letting the ball bounce off of his head and giving sure. them a turnover. Right? It could have been worse. It could have been worse without having to throw the ball one time. So
1: why? God, I thought like I felt the like, perversion I felt,
2: of points makes people go ahead. Go ahead.
1: I felt, like, I felt like this was Penn State, Iowa, 2004, the game that ended 6-4. I was like, what is
0: going on here? Man? Bro, they
2: look like <laughs> the like... Nebraska Cornhuskers, right?
1: Come on, bro. They look like they had Eric it's
0: Crouch out a, there. It's, it's crazy to think what, what transpired. But, Chris, but let, let me ask, counts, yeah. let me ask Sorry, you this, Chris. Now that the Patriots have won seven in a row, looking at their schedule ahead, do you think that they can actually run the table for the Redskins and even possibly make the Super Bowl? Can they run the table? Run
1: the table is a daunting task. No, I don't think they run the table. Um, do I think they make a run to the Super Bowl? Absolutely. I mean, I mean, th- guys, the stage is set. The stage is set right now. Uh, I mean, you have, you know, your year last year where Tom Brady went to an NFC team, right? First year, goes to the Super Bowl and wins. Because why? Because he's Tom freaking Brady. Now you have Bill Belichick after a season where basically half their team was no longer playing in 2020 (laughs) and now they are. Mm -hmm. Um, And he spent a lot of money in free agency, which is not normal for bill Belichick. And they revamped this team, got a quarterback. That is Tom Brady 2.0. And Mac Jones, by the way, is my rookie of the year. We can get into that later. Um, They can definitely make that run to the super bowl because outside of be honest, the Tennessee Titans, I think are the only team that have a legitimate chance at knocking off the Patriots out of the AFC I think this is set up perfectly for Tom Brady versus Bill, Bill, Bill Belichick in the Super Bowl. And I would love nothing more in my life than to see that.
0: Is Mac Jones rookie of the year, Obed? Because he's playing efficient football. He's not playing lights out. Like I said, doing two for three is not lights out. Is he, the, is he a rookie of the year candidate? I need more offense than that.
2: It's so hard for me to give him offensive rookie I of agree. the year. You know, for sure, the, he need he need more offense than that. He's playing within the system. I don't. Mm-hmm. And and the thing is, he's. I, I completely agree with Chris. He is Tom Brady 2.0 because the same thing about Tom Brady was that everybody was like, oh, he's just the dink and dunk. He doesn't throw downfield. All this other stuff, and then mm-hmm. as soon as he goes to the Bucks, he leads the league in downfield targets. You can throw. You just have to play within the system because when you play within the system in New England, you have always have a chance because the system is what needs to happen. You need to be able to run the ball. Everybody gotcha. got this perversion of points for throwing, but if you can run the ball, play good defense, have good special teams. You got a chance.
0: Gotcha. Okay. All right. Well, we'll see how that goes the rest of the year for the New England Patriots. Let's get to our next segment. You write you mad. Uh, Chris, I've got a statement for you and I believe you have a statement for me as well. That's I'll go with you. I'll go to you first, Chris. I, I, question to you is you right you mad bucks quarterback tom brady is the leading front runner for the mvp right now sure you mad i think mm. there's a
1: guy there in central part of the country named uh, mr jonathan taylor who's on pace for a 2,000 yard season close to 20 plus touchdowns um he's the only reason that indianapolis is even in the hunt um we haven't seen you know he's basically doing kind of things like derrick henry did Uh, prior to Derrick Henry's injury this year, but to be honest, even though he's so great, Sherman, I honestly think at this point, though, it's a toss-up between Tom Brady and that bad man and Aaron Rodgers. 23 touchdowns, 4 interceptions, 2,900 yards so far. By the way, game lost due to COVID protocols, <laughs> but, <laughs> but Aaron is, 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 you have to remember, he's not exactly playing the type of weapons that tb 12 has done. Tom does have 20, I'm um, sorry, 34 touchdowns, stolen 10 interceptions and 3,700 yards. It's going to come down to these last three or four weeks. I think but Jonathan Taylor, Jonathan Taylor should be in the in the conversation, but it's going to come down between T B12 and Aaron Rodgers.
0: Yeah, because you know if it comes down between a quarterback and a running back, they're going to lean towards the quarterback.
1: That's Absolutely. A that, that's why I say it's going to be a rod or TB12.
0: Okay. All right. Chris, go ahead with yours. So sure Question for you.
1: Will Urban Meyer still be the coach of the Jacksonville Jaguars next
0: season? You know, and I think O'Bed and I talked about this a couple months like a month or so ago. And I'm going to say, Chris, you right and you mad. Because here's here's why. I don't think the Jacksonville organization lets Urban Meyer go. I think he makes the decision himself to leave. I think if it's up to Jacksonville, he will be there next year. But I think Urban Meyer, he doesn't like to lose. He's like, whoa, 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 this NFL thing. This is too much for me. I don't like this. I don't like where I can control and pick my own players. Like in college, you can recruit and get your guys that you want. That you want to be. You know what I mean? He went back because he had the number one pick with Trevor Lawrence. He knew that he was going to be there. Other than that, those dudes, those dudes was already there. Them dudes was trashed all, all the way. You know what I mean? He had inherited a one win team. Okay, and the fact that they're what they've got—what two wins right now? I think it. I think it is. Yeah, they're two and yes. ten. They ain't getting much better. They ain't gonna be good. The, the Jacksonville Jaguars haven't been good since the day before forever. Okay, you know what I mean. They have. They've. They've never done nothing. Not a. Not a nothing. Okay. And Urban Meyer isn't about that losing life. So if it's up to him, he will not be the coach next season. But uh, with, with. But with the organization, they will gladly keep him on board. The fact that he hasn't pulled a Nick Saban and do a a thief
1: in the night move and just leave, you know, like when he did with Miami to go to Alabama, literally in the middle of the night, um, (laughs) has actually surprised me. I think
0: he will finish out the year. But again, I think he's going to say, you know what, I'm not about, I'm not trying to lose every, every, every damn, almost every damn game. Yo, I'm out. Deuces. This is. No nah, i'll I'll still I'll stick I'll go back to maybe he'll take another year or so off and he'll go back to college you know going to maybe a high profile job if if one becomes available
1: I was thinking that he was gonna take that USc job until
0: uh until uh, Oklahoma you know
1: okay. the I left so honestly yeah.
0: okay all right well we'll see what happens Let's get into our week 14 picks looking at week 13 well bet and I did did both did the same record nine and five each um still got to think what five games I'm going your bet, but let's get into it guys. Uh, first up, Thursday night football tonight, Chris. Your Pittsburgh Steelers at the Minnesota Vikings. You know we just talked about the Vikings kind of being lackluster throughout this year. Uh, I'm going Pittsburgh, Chris. Pittsburgh in a close one, boys. I think this is literally a one to two point game. O- Obed, what do you think? Pittsburgh at Minnesota. I think we lost Obed, folks. I think we I think we lost Obed, but it's okay. Uh, yep, I think I'm he back. I think he's back. Bad? Okay.
2: <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say Chris the only I think he lost out on the USC job when his fingers got caught where they weren't supposed to be in that bar.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm in love with the
0: stripper. Hey, can't can't fall in love with the club, bro. Hey <laughs> <laughs> Don't fall in love at the Jersey Shore. Okay. Right. You know,
2: he's like, <laughs> oh. <laughs> not wearing your Ohio State gear neither. Um, yeah, we're so, right. yeah, oh. uh, Thursday night football. Uh we're talking we're talking about the Thursday night game, correct?
0: Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, um, tonight.
2: You know what's wild? It's um I just have made the mistake of believing in the Minnesota Vikings, they have no defense. I think Anthony Barr is here, is back this is evening, but it is I think this is a Steelers night.
0: All right, Baltimore at Cleveland, an AFC North mashup. Uh, I'm going to go Cleveland this one. Just the, the daunting amount of injuries that the Ravens have, it's just going to be too much. So I'm going to go Cleveland. Uh, Chris, who do you got? This is the Cleveland Brown season,
1: honestly, guys. I mean, they're at the bottom of the division right now. Who would have thought that with the talent on that roster? If they don't win this game at home, um, uh, gosh, man. I'm going to talk about coaches on the hot seat. Freddie Kitchens, come on now. Cleveland Browns, they have to win this.
0: No, remember, it's not Kitchens there. Remember, it's – um. Oh, Kevin my Simif- gosh. I'm yeah, sorry. yeah. He's
2: coach of the year, Kevin Stefanski. Oh, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, my bad. I don't even know why I said that. <laughs> Obey, will you take it, Baltimore or Cleveland?
2: You know, I, I feel like I should be taking Baltimore in this one, but with no mm-hmm. – I mean, they have no corner, right? Right, yeah. They're... But, but again, you know, Cleveland is not good. <laughs> they have not played well. <laughs> um, They've got their running game back, but, you know, I wonder – they're going to look. I'm going to go Cleveland because Baltimore sh- probably shouldn't be in this game. But again, on name recognition, I should be picking Baltimore.
0: Right. I'll agree with you. We should be picking Baltimore, but they just have they don't have anybody to play. That's so yeah. basically what it is. Jacksonville at Tennessee in the AFC South matchup. This is an easy one. I think Tennessee. Chris. You know what? You're going to think I'm crazy. I, there's always one crazy game each week. Don't
1: ask me why. I'm picking Jacksonville's game. I have no reason why. Just write it down. I pick Jacksonville.
0: Yeah, you yeah, we think you're crazy. Oh, Ben, that's fine. It's is Tennessee. <laughs> okay, uh, Las Vegas at Kansas City, another divisional matchup. Kansas City has is on a roll, dude. Um, I like what they're doing. KC all the way.
1: Yeah, it's KC for me.
0: Chris, it's actually made a very close game, guys. But I'll probably go KC as well. New Orleans at the New York Jets. Easy one. Saints. Jets are just terrible. Chris. <sighs> This is a tough one. Oh, God, man. Is it though?
1: New Orleans doesn't have a –
0: New
1: Orleans doesn't have – oh, New Orleans,
0: have, the Orleans is hurt too. They got nobody. That's else. what
1: I'm saying. Who are they as a team? The Jets just had a
0: win. Uh, I'm going Jets. Oh, Jets lost to the, lost to the Eagles in your home you know, your town over there. But.
1: Yeah. No, I'm saying, but the, – They did look Zach good in Wilson's back. Yeah, Yeah. I'm yeah.
0: going Jets. I'm going Jets. All right. Wow.
1: Obed? Yeah, I'm going
2: Jets. Are you going New Orleans or are you going Jets?
0: Oh you know what I did it for that's right I did pick you know what yeah, I forgot i pick I did pick New Orleans um excuse me, New York before we started here um yeah i'm gonna you know what i am gonna stick with my new york but just because the saints are just injured all over the place yeah camara has been out thompson has been the whole season we lost it. who's They're their wrong. quarterback asom hill is doing he, is Aesom it is five, four interceptions. Interceptions,
2: five,
0: five interceptions five interceptions five interceptions four in the second half and his
1: fingers his fingers messed up like his
0: Russell. fingers messed up too yeah like. uh-huh. yeah, yeah yeah all right uh, we'll, 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 it's like we're on the jets dallas out of washington Dallas better damn sure win this game. I'll tell you right now, because if they lose to Washington, that's a bad, it's a bad little one for them. So I'm going to go Dallas. Chris? Dallas still has a commanding
1: lead in this division as of now, but Washington, guys, believe it or not, is one of the hottest teams in the NFL. Mm -hmm. I mean, they had a a guy that was playing, you know, putt-putt golf a few weeks ago (laughs) as his profession. Uh, uh,
0: Washington's won four in a row, nearly two games back. This will get him one game up. This will get them uh, hand closer. I,
1: I, really, I really want to pick Washington, but I think Dallas wins this fight, a field goal or less.
0: bad!
2: I got Dallas. Amari's finally healthy again. CD looks good. Schultz is playing well. I think they're ready to get back on it.
0: Okay. Atlanta at Carolina. Honestly, I didn't know where to go with this one because Carolina losing McCaffrey now, they've Cam Newton is not doing, you know, is not what the Camby used to be. I was actually gonna go Atlanta at first, then I picked Carolina. I'm thinking about changing my pick back to to Atlanta. Uh, before I do that, Chris, go ahead. Your indecision makes my indecision even more indecisive. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so what are you
1: deciding? Decide. I'm deciding just I'm gonna I'm gonna pick Atlanta I don't know
0: (laughs) yeah
2: Yeah, I'm gonna go with Carolina just because I feel like now that Joe Brady's out of there I don't know what the hell Joe Brady was doing this year like just do what y'all did last year that was working you know they just refused to work with uh Robbie Anderson they refused to get DJ Moore into the places and spaces um I think now that he's out of there they're gonna go back to the stuff that was working last year and it be all right
0: all right. And I'm going to go Atlanta. I'm officially changing my pick to Atlanta. I don't know why. I just, I can't, I can't rock with Cam right now, dude. He's, he's, he's hurting me. Seattle at Houston, no brainer, Seattle all the way. Even though Seattle is not looking good, they had a good solid victory over San Fran last week, but Russell Wilson is not the same QB he was. Again, I'll say it again. This is, I think this is his last year in Seattle. Chris.
1: Honestly, I think the loss of Jamal Adams is, is really big for them. I mean, not that, like, they're doing anything this year. Uh, it's already the most losses they've already had at this point in the season and, in, in, um, you know, in their in their history since, uh, you know, Russell Wilson has been there. Uh, honestly, dude, Houston.
0: <laughs> wow. Obed.
1: Uh
2: Seattle. I mean, with, let's
1: miss
0: what yeah. we're talking about here. Yeah, I can't believe you picked Houston, Chris. Wow. Uh, Detroit at Denver. Damn it, I'm going Detroit two in a row let's make it happen let's go make it happen lions obed who you got
2: i'm gonna go with denver i i, I detroit uh, it's more about minnesota losing that game on bad defense than detroit winning that game uh Mark, kirk cousins is like 25 and three he's got the best touchdown
1: interception ratio of any quarterback in the league right now it's not really his fault
0: chris detroit and denver who are you taking
1: I actually agree with you, Sherm. I think Detroit. I mean, I honestly, I think they they rally. And what's gonna? I feel really bad for them. I feel like they're gonna end up winning two or three of these last four games, and then screwing themselves out of the first number on a roll pick. Um, <laughs> I, I picked. It.
0: I, I picked Detroit. <laughs> the New York G Men at the Los Angeles Chargers. Going to go LA. Daniel Jones might not be playing again. So yeah, the Giants are bad. Chris. Chargers all the way. I
1: mean, uh, after a big win last week against Cincinnati. Um, you know, Justin Herbert, he, he's been playing lights out. So, yeah, Chargers. Obed?
2: Yeah, going Chargers. I mean, I think uh, Keenan Al is going to be back because he's actually vaccinated. Chris Harris and Mike Williams will not because they're not vaccinated, but I still think the Chargers could win this game.
0: San Fran and Cincinnati. I'm going to go San Fran on this one. Um, even though they they had a tough loss against Seattle last week, George Kittle was back playing, at, playing lights out. Uh, so, I'm going to go the Niners. Chris, so you got? Since he needs this to keep themselves in division
1: after being embarrassed by the aforementioned Justin Herbert, um, they're going to have their eyes on what's going on with the Ravens and the Steelers. I have Cincy pulling this out. I'll bet.
2: Um, I'm going with San Francisco. Uh, I find that uh, Kyle Shanahan plays really well against those teams that are trying to play work his father's playbook, and Zach Stacy's another dude trying to work his father's playbook. So,
0: <laughs> all right. Game of the game of the week for us, Obed. Buffalo at Tampa Bay. Obed and I will be at this game in Draymond James Stadium. Let's go. Let's go, Buffalo. Let's go. Obed. I know you're rooting for Tom Brady, bro. Are you actually rooting for the Buccaneers?
2: This man just said, let's go, Buffalo. Sherman, who are
0: you picking in this game? Damn it. All right. Tampa Bay's gonna win the goddamn game. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Okay. uh, let's move on then
0: chris so you got
1: <laughs> god man i think i actually think buffalo is going to come out swinging in this game they are pissed after last week um i think josh allen's going to have himself a hell of a game because you know he wants a dome so you know it's basically the closest thing you're going to see you're going to be in sunny tampa
0: but tampa's still going to win this game. yeah i know my heart is with buffalo but my wallet would be on Tampa Bay. So... <laughs> but my body, my body is on me. yeah. <laughs> exactly. There you go. Uh, the Sunday night matchup, Green Bay hosting Chicago. The Bears are just bad. Packers, that bad man. Obed?
1: That bad man. Chris? Last time they played each other earlier this season, what did? Can you guys remind me after he scored a touchdown running in? He the said, "All right, what, what? What did he? What did he? What did he scream up to, to all the I fans?" Own I, just you. I, I own, just you. Know. Oh, I uh, I, own I, you. I still own you. Oh, I still own you. Oh, bed with the with the winner on that one. Yes, I still own you. God, man, even with his gray hairs coming out of all his beard and long hair, dude, that that's that bad, man. Give Let's him his fourth MVP. Let's go. <laughs>
0: The Sunday night, excuse me, the Monday night matchup is going to be a good one. Los Angeles at Arizona. To me, if the Rams don't win this game, they're not going to the Super Bowl. They are going to show, this is the game they need to show everyone. They are a legit Super Bowl contender. Damn it, it's my pick. I'm sticking with the Rams. Chris, who you got? Sure,
1: I'll one-up you. If the Rams don't win this one, I don't even know they're going to the playoffs. Mm. yeah 100 keeping on one hondo i mean i mean kyler mm. murray should be in the mvp conversation as well i mean what For he's sure. doing this year but i mean gosh man this if it was football guys if this was in los angeles i would go to the rams dude i'm
0: going to arizona on this Oh, bad who you got quickly yeah i'm gonna go with
2: arizona on this one is i've not seen anything from the rams that makes me think they're gonna be in this game
0: wow yeah I'm, I'm hoping the rams win this one just so I can save face with my pick for the Super Bowl (laughs) that's about it well folks that is going to do it for us this week here on what's the word entertainment uh hopefully next week Obed will be back in full force his toothache will be gone and uh you won't need another visit from the tooth fairy but we appreciate you joining and coming in late Obed Chris Chris thank you again for doing this with me in the uh lack of presence of Obed uh we appreciate you as always anything last for the people before we head out
1: Hey, guys, if we don't talk happy holidays, love you all. And I appreciate every one of you.
0: Yes. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Happy Kwanzaa. Happy Hanukkah. Feliz Navidad. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Flag Day. All that. We'll get it all out the way now. right? Hope you, get it, hope you guys have a good one. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, don't forget to check us out on Twitter at B-W-W-E-N-T. For my guest co-host, Chris, for my usual co-host, Obed, I am sure We will catch you guys next time. Peace. Peace.